dead grass. Dead grass. <laughs> Fucking having to have a drill to put a tea <laughs> in the ground. Greens that are rock solid. Frozen cups. Yeah, that's what he likes. King Wolf Creative presents Pints and Putts, a podcast for golfers and craft beer lovers. Hosted by Burke Cullinane and Justin Bedard. This is Pints and Putts. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Pints and Putts. We are back in the car for the third time. Yeah, like third or fourth time. Yeah. I don't know. We're getting pretty good at it now. Yeah, it's. I mean, you just you know. Justin had made a made a point prior to starting this that what do people think as as they're driving by? Yeah, like you know, they must be like, "What the fuck is going on in there?" <laughs> oh. Oh. All right, so on today's episode, we're we're gonna do like a, a fifteen question type thing with with Justin and I. So these are fifteen questions that we developed ourselves, and the way that we're gonna kind of do this is. Like, the other person is going to have to try and guess the other person's answers? Yeah, so we got 20 questions. 15. Sorry, I said... We were trying yeah, to we were do trying 20, to do 20 but we just settled on 15 because yeah. it, it began. It became really hard to figure out 20 questions, and then the questions that we were coming up with, like, actually we're getting took hard some to research. We're getting figure out the answers, yeah, yeah, too, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we got the 15 questions. We both answered them ourselves. Yes. And then we both also made guesses for the other person. So, how, so like, so what, what we're going to do is we're going to go through each 15 questions, one person first, and then we'll go, we'll do the other person after that. Because I think it's going to be really confusing if we do the first, like, all of the, the questions and answer all of the answers. I think we'll just do, like... You know whether it's my me first or Justin first, we'll just go through all of them and then we'll we'll move on to the next person. All right, so I guess we'll just start with Justin first. So I'm so I'm gonna guess the answer first, and then you're gonna say the answer, right? Yep. Yeah. So these first three are are really what I think, but I guess they're technically it doesn't really matter. So the first question is these are these are probably the three hardest to answer. These are the three hardest to answer. It's definitely like opinion based to a point yeah um and it's also like it, it's not it's not like a personal preference necessarily but it's more no. of like trying opinion, to yeah. trying to relate to i mean there relate. there definitely yeah. is like a really solid answer out there like there is the perfect answer out there whether we have that actual perfect answer or not we don't know. we don't know because <laughs> there's way too much time that we're just going to get into it. All right. So the first question is, who does your swing look like, professional golfer? Now, this was hard for me, and, and, and Justin can attest to this because we were talking about this before. I think Justin has a, a, a non-traditional swing where he doesn't have a swing that really looks like like a lot of professional golfers in my opinion you know like there are the quirky professional golfers who have like his swing isn't like super weird it's not like a Matt Wolf or like a Jim yeah. Furyk or something but like I don't know it's just not you have a couple moves in your swing that it's hard to pick somebody who has a lot of those similar moves yeah no, I'm curious to see. So this was I was mentioning. Mine's kind Burke. of a bullshit. You spent way more time. I was mentioning to Burke. Like it. I probably spent like three hours last night, like watching videos and trying to. Because this is something I've never thought about. It's not something I don't have that kind of swing thoughts. Like that's not, that's not 
how my thought process works on that. I mean, so, like, I, I, I hope never... hopefully most people don't don't say like I'm trying to be like this. I mean, maybe I'm I don't know. Anyways. No, but I, I think a lot of people will like model their swings after, after certain swings. Yeah, for sure. And that's never that's never been like something that I've done. So it was very, very fucking hard to find someone. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna say my guess and I'm gonna say why. Now Justin, you said that does it have to be current or non current? Yeah. And it didn't really have to be current or non current. Actually though, they don't have to be current or non current. Yeah. For any of them. Yeah. But um, I mean, there's so many golfers out there. It was like, it was hard to like think of people. And, you know, I feel like he does have more of an old school swing. Although I will say the person I picked is not, is, is a current player. And I feel like you're going to be like interesting. So I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to get into it. Get into it. I picked Jordan Spieth and I have a few reasons why you both have this, this like, sw- like, um, you have movement in your legs. Um, and then also the way that he cut, like when Justin finishes the club, he kind of like makes contact with his shoulder, like his, his shoulder. It would be my right. It would be your left shoulder. Jordan speed doesn't like totally do that, but he kind of does. He also holds his finish. So that's not like you don't do that. Right. But like the, the way that your finish kind of comes through, like you guys have a similar, you have similar, a similar move and then also like the way your arms are like he he doesn't you guys don't like chicken wing but you have that like open like thing kind of near impact yeah. so there's that and then also like like I said you don't necessarily hold your finish but you do have a hold that you do where you hold the club like after your finish you hold the club upright and he he tends to to do that more on like the shorter iron shots and stuff like that but like that that it was this was so fucking hard to find, but I was like, all right, there's the move. There's some sort of move in the legs. You guys have similar arm position, like around impact, and then also like kind of get like the getting towards the shoulder thing was like I gotta find somebody who has that move, and then the upright was just kind of a, yeah. a perk. So it's funny he he was on kind of like the shorter list of the more relatable modern day, um, and it was actually I was texting back and forth with my brother last night. And um, we were kind of talking about it. And he was one I was like, I was like, if you look at his swing like three years ago, like yeah. it was a lot more similar. Yeah. Um, three, four years ago, it was a lot more similar. Um, but it was, I was like, eh, it, it was close. And that was one of them. And um, so the modern day person that. Do you mean the, not the modern day? Oh, the actual, the, the actual answer. That the actual answer, the modern day person that uh, we had gone back and forth, my brother and I last night, and picked out was Kevin Chapel. Oh, I, I'm not familiar with the swing. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to like go. I we're gonna said, have to we go were, watch we were, it. We're digging. So there might w- be some Twitter content to go along with this podcast episode. So you should follow us on Twitter because we yeah. might have to post some of these swings and stuff like that. Yeah. So he was, he was modern day and I felt like, you know, it was, it, it was close. There were some similar movements. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a lookalike swing by. Yeah. Means, I don't think you was, have, I don't think there is like an exact matchup for right. your swing. Right, right, right. But what was, what, who's Hold the on. old school one? Let me just, I just want to make sure I pronounce his. It is Herbert Green. 
Oh, I had I had seen that name. Yeah. I had seen that. Na- I didn't look, but I had seen that name. So yeah. I'm gonna have to go look at that one as he well. He had. He's got like those that like lower hand finish. Yeah, you like, have a. That's through. I kept looking for lower hand finishes. Um, Jordan Spieth has a little bit of lower hand. Finish. Yeah, so he he has a a similar. He's got a quick swing and a lower hand finish. So it kind it has a it has a very similar style to yeah, it. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, the next question is uh, pro golfer that I act like on the course. I'm interested to hear this one. Okay, I think this is a really good one. I picked a guy. I had to pick a guy who has quite the temper. I also felt like I had to pick a guy who likes to party and have a good time. So I went with Pat Perez. Huh. Why should I trust that? I originally wasn't going to pick Pat Perez. But then I, I started thinking about it more. I was like, obviously, like, he's, like, you don't have, like, the similar person, like, I don't know, but you kind of do. I don't know. These are these are so these questions are so hard. But like, again, like something like thinking about like some like you're like he's fun. He likes to crack jokes. He likes to make digs. He likes he likes to have a good time. But he also does have a pretty big temper. Yeah. So I was like, I feel like that's I feel like that's a good match where you're out there to have fun, and like you're out there you have a good time. You like to have a couple of drinks. Like obviously he's not doing that on tour, but like. You know, you see videos of him not on tour, just playing, like, casual golf and videos, and it's it's got a similar-ish vibe. And then, obviously, like, you got to find somebody who, who gets frustrated. Yeah, see, I kind of went more analytical. Analytical. And I compared, I guess, more of when I'm playing seriously oh. with PGA Tour, like, oh. playing on the PGA Tour, because I think that that... There is a there's di- a difference, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. So like, you I know, see and, you more in a casual right, setting. Any right. any of those guys, you know, may have a lot more fun and be a lot more loose on, you know, when they're out with their buddies, having some beers or whatever. Um, so I actually picked John Rom. He was on my list. And he the, was on my list. The biggest reason I picked John Rom was he's got a temper. Yep. Yep. He do- yeah, he does. <laughs> but it has gotten a lot better. It has gotten better. I, he I was will, on my list. I think that my temper has gotten a lot better. He was honestly like, probably. Remember how I said I wasn't going to pick him? It yeah. probably was going to be John Rom. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Cool. Yeah. And then the the last the Pat Perez though that's a good one. I didn't. It even is a good Think one. of him like that's that, a good that one. was not one. Of, uh, like that like that one. that like came up in some research and I was like you know what like I could see that. Yeah. Right in like the casual setting and stuff like that. Um and then the next one in this like kind of like golfer like similarity one um, is what golfer do I dress like and I picked Dustin Johnson. Huh. I picked. Brooks. I also had somebody else. I picked Brooks Kepka. I mean, yeah, that was. Yeah. It's similar. Yeah, yeah. No, they. I mean, they both dress similar. Right. I think. Uh, DJ just wears more Adidas. You wear Adidas. Like uh, yeah. he's, no, you, he usually as far, has more of like as far as the brand, beard. I'd say that you know, like yeah. Brooks is le- a little less, like more clean shaven than I. I think DJ yeah, most think, of the time. I think. Uh, I think Brooks wears more fitted shirts, and that's why I picked it. And it may be just because yeah. Dustin's so fucking skinny too. Yeah, but, yeah. But it was yeah. So, I guess yeah, you look more similar. like DJ, and you you know yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that's kind of why I went with that. All right. Yeah. So that's that's that we're three questions deep, yeah. a fifth of the way in. All right. So this question comes up all the time on Pint Breaker. 
the, the only time that we've really done Pint Breaker with us, we never had this question in the queue, and that is 350 par 4, pick one club, that you and you have to putt with it. Yep. Oh, I, right. I have to say, <laughs> <laughs> I said 7-iron for you. 3-hybrid. Three 3-hybrid. Three yep. Okay. Can I hear why? Because I can take a nice, easy, smooth swing spat. Swing Swing pass, spat? Swing spas. Swing pass. Um, and knock it down to hit about a 200-yard tee shot. I'll have yep. about 150 in. I can Do a get little it. punch shot or something? I, I can get that. I can put that on my front foot, get that up in the air, and hit it 150 all day. Okay. And then if I'm around the green, I can absolutely, if I don't hit the green, bump and run. I can absolutely bump and run chip that. And uh, I've putted with it before. Yeah, fair enough. Question number five, number one New England course to play in 2020. I, I, I literally didn't have to think about this at all, and it, it, it might be wrong, but I said Great River. Nope. Okay, so what is it? <laughs> Crump and Fox, because we have talked about playing for that for so freaking long. Yeah. And that, that was going to be a pick, that but is, I was that like... That is literally... I, I know mean, he really likes Great I love River. Great River, yeah. but we already played it. Yeah. Like, I'm well, because really that was that was something Crumpton. I had asked you. I was like, "Does it have to be like a course we haven't played?" And you're like, "No, it could be any golf course." Yeah. So then that's then that was like, "Oh well." If you had said it has to be a golf course we haven't played, yeah. my answer would have been different, obviously. Right. But when you when I had asked you that and you said no, it can be the same. I was like, "Oh, okay, so maybe he's gonna pick this." Um, question number six: You have to choose either best ball or scramble. I chose. I I thought you were gonna say best ball. Yeah. Scrambles are just for drinking. That is literally it. Like yeah. other than that, I don't really enjoy playing them at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, question number seven: You can only have lagers, so beers in the style of lagers, or ales for the rest of your life. So that like you like, there's obviously a ton of different subcategories in both those styles of beers. I said that you are going to say ales. I did. Yeah. Yep. I think that there's a little more differentiation in styles of ales. Um, I also think that overall, like, sometimes I'm just craving, like, super, super hoppy. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, sometimes I want to go super, super boozy. And sometimes I want to go more mild of a crusher. And it takes care of it all. Yeah. You, Justin can never have a fine pilsner for the rest of his life. I'm out. <laughs> uh, this is an interesting one. Um, question number eight. Brewery or craft beer bar? I said that you're going to select craft beer bar. I did. And my biggest reason why is the breweries are super fun to go to. Um, I think the craft beer bar concept where you have options from different breweries is just awesome yeah. you can always find something yeah at first justin when he created this is a question he created and he said brewery or gastro pub gastro pub and i was like i don't think that's fair because like food right well it's a brewery or brew pub oh is that what you said yeah, uh, yeah. i guess that's basically the same thing yeah, yeah. anyways that was irrelevant <laughs> <laughs> all right this next one um probably a big debate in new england or probably not a big debate at all Number nine, Treehouse or Trillium? I said that you selected Treehouse. I did select Treehouse. Um, 
And I think we'll wait to talk more about that till after you answer that question. Yep. Fair enough. Um, okay, question number 10. I like this one. Uh, this is so this would be during the peak season. So daylight is not a problem. Would you prefer to play the first tea time or the last tea time? I said that you selected the first tea time. I sure did. I love doing anything first thing in the morning. Um, that is when I feel like I am sharpest. And also, if you're the first tea time in the morning, you're setting pace of play, so you're not getting stuck behind anyone slow. Question 11. Would you prefer to play Pebble Beach or the old course, but once you play... Like, depending on which one you pick, you can never play the other. I said that you picked Pebble Beach. I picked the old course. Okay, interesting. I, didn't, I honestly didn't expect that. That's another one that I think let's talk about after you answer it as well. Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. All right. Uh, so we did 11. Okay. <laughs> Question number 12. This was a fucking hard one. Favorite IPA. I said from New England, but I'm changing yeah. it to favorite IPA. No, no, no. Favorite New England IPA. That was favorite the New England IPA. Because I, I, I took it as it had to be a New England style. Yeah, that's fair enough. That is, I mean, that helps narrow it down. Also, it has to be a single IPA. It can't be can't like be a, a double, double or, you know, nope. whatever. I said that you are going to pick Focal Banger. I did not. Um, so... I actually picked Ice Cream Man. Oh, interesting. Um, and I did not necessarily. I love Ice Cream Man, and I'm gonna. What I'm about to say right now is not knocking it at all. Um, I did not necessarily pick it just for my favorite IPA, like favorite flavor profile or yeah. anything like that. I picked Ice Cream Man because of kind of like all of the memories and everything that's happened around that beer for me. Mm -hmm. So like. You know, all the times that I've spent with friends. Who's Ice Cream Man by, by the it's way? It's Back East Brewing, yep. and that's where I was getting right now. Um, all the times that I've spent with friends at Back East, all the times way back in the day when they had a little tap room that we used to wait in line to get that. Um, and, like, you know, we've connected with them on the podcast. Like, they came on the podcast. Um, they brought Ice Cream Man. We drank Ice Cream Man, like just for me like that beer means a lot as far as the relationships and the times that spent around it mm -hmm. yeah that's a very solid answer and a very solid pick still like you know one of the uh, I mean one of the really 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 good New England IPAs um, number 13 pick a tour player from the current top 10 to play with um I feel like my answer has changed okay. since we've done this, but I'm going to stick to what I originally said because that's only fair. And maybe it it, it, di it didn't change, but I said DJ for you. No. It's John Rahm. No. Xander Shoffley. That's a good one. I didn't expect I am you bringing, to pick that. I am bringing stogies and <laughs> beers, and we are having a good freaking time. I want Xander, Sho Xander Shoffley. <laughs> that's fine. I'll crush those all day long. I want Xander Shoffley and after drunk? the Ryder Cup uh, you want mindset. That, you want, you are, so that's your answer, Xander Shoffley in in the state of after the Ryder oh, Cup. Oh, yeah. We're going to party. That's that's who you want. All right, fair enough. But, I see, I think, I, is he a big partier or was he just partying that hard because 
of the situation. I don't See, I know. I feel like DJ's a partier. He is a partier. DJ is a partier. But I feel like, I honestly feel like out on the course, Xander Shoffley would be more fun. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So that's 13. We got two more. So this is, you can, you can only do, you can either, either one of these for the rest of your life. So drink with a meal. So a beverage with dinner or lunch or whatever, or nightcap for the rest of your life. You can't have both of those. I think you picked drink with a meal. Yeah. You can fucking have five meals a day if you wanted to. Bottomless mimosas with breakfast, Bloody Mary bar, lunch beers. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, fair enough. That's fair. <laughs> Nightcap is one drink at night. I do, the, well, does it have to be one drink at night? Because Isn't to your point, tri- that's the, well. Then to your point, then then like you can only have, it should be one. Like there can't be. What do you mean? Like if you're gonna say it's only one nightcap. Okay. So or one, even or one even drink at all right. So even if it's not one nightcap, it's one time a day you're allowed to have a drink. Fair enough. Um. All right. Last question. Yeah. Play. Now I I did have a question that I didn't yeah. mean to I I meant to ask you before this started, and I don't think it's really going to change my answer. Is humidity a factor? Is wind a factor? Hundred percent. Okay. So like. The conditions of weather that happen around these temperatures. So, question 15, last question. Would you rather play at 95 degrees or 32 degrees? You definitely say 95. Yeah. It's not even a question. I'm taking a cart, but. I tried I'm to change it from like degrees. 100 to, to I, 32 because I felt like that was more fair. And he goes, 125, 100 or 25. I was like, what the fuck? Because I think like 95 degrees. Is freaking hot. 32 degrees is cold, right? 95 degrees with humidity is it's fucking freaking, hot. So I looked up because Burkett asked me, he's like, how hot was it the Manchester Open last year? Because that day when we filmed and we so, played that video, which if you haven't seen, you should go watch it, it was hot as balls. According to Google, when I looked it up and I saw it on two different sources, the day that we played the Manchester Open, the high that Manchester, Connecticut hit was 92 degrees. Okay, so 95 is hot. 95 with humidity is hot. And as far as I could see, last year in Connecticut, there had been maybe like two days that hit 100 degrees. Fair enough. All right. So that's it for Justin's answers. So now I guess we move on to me. Yes. All right. So I'll... Can you read help, the questions? Yeah, yeah. To help you out, I'm going yeah. to read the questions. So who does my swing look like? I said Rory. Yeah, that's who I said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, the comments the finish, been made before. Yeah, like, it's, it's just that just, was a that was you know, a given. That's kind of a given there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Talking about like people like modeling their swing. I didn't do that necessarily, but I was like practicing, and then like it just kind of happened, and I was like, I mean, I do like. I, I, anyways, um, I'm gonna give away answers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pro golfer that I act like on the course. I said Spieth. Yep. <laughs> Why I did think you we've say also, that? I, number one, I think we've all talked about that before and had that conversation. Um, but honestly, I like... I talk to myself a lot. You talk, I talk to, to yourself to a lot. Oh, you, Burke. Yeah. Um, you talk to yourself a lot. Um, and just kind of like also like... Scramble you guys, game. You guys have a similar like... 
I don't know, yeah, scramble games, similar kind of way of working through the course at times or getting out of trouble yeah. or, like, things like that. Like, um, you're not afraid to take that super risky little freaking gap that works works 15%, 15% of the time. Of the time. Um, I feel like it works more often for me, but maybe it just works more often for me because I do it. No, it's because you remember the good ones. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that, I mean, so, so, oh, man, we should have kept, oh, wait, you have your answers written down, right? Yeah. So, I, but I want to compare we, and contrast yeah, yeah, to yeah. see how close we were with each other. Um, what, what golfer do I dress like? Gary Player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we're three, we're three for three right three now. Three for three. The Knocking roll pad, the, the mock. All turtleneck, black. just all black. Just all black. It, that's that's it. Like, well, there's not. It's all black. It's all black. It's just all black. But that's you could you could say Phil Mickelson. Yeah, but, but there's nah. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. It's Gary Player. No. Um, which I do want to like. I mean, I'm obviously that's still going to be unique to my style. But I do want to kind of like try a little bit to diversify, b- mm. but still keeping my own style. We'll see how it goes. I don't yeah, know yeah, if yeah. It's, I don't know if it's really going to change. Um, if if Johnny Cash was an answer, that would be a you know, if it was, if that was possible, that would be a better one. Uh, okay, number four, three hundred fifty yard par four. I have to pick one club and you and have to putt with it. Uh, seven iron. I said eight iron. Ah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, I said eight iron just because. Um, I mean, I hit I've I've hit my irons really well, and you know, for me, like three hundred fifty yards, like I can hit an eight iron like. If I really, really try and hit it hard, like maybe 165, maybe 170, I could maybe thin it and and, yeah. and it can maybe go further. But no, I, I said seven iron because I thought you were gonna try and hit the green in two. Yeah, I mean, m- my thought process is I could chip and pitch a little bit easier with something that has a little more loft. Okay. So like, if I did, if I'm trying to go for the green in two with the seven iron, like definitely possible. Like, you know, 175, 175, but you got to hit two really good shots. And, like, yeah, you can probably, you know, bump and run, chip or something with with the 7-iron, but I think it would just be a little bit easier, and I would be able to control the ball a little bit more around the green with an 8-iron. And also, if just because of my m- mindset, like, yeah, I am going for it, but, like, I'm not going to hit, probably hit the green, there's a good chance that I might since I am trying to just hit the ball really hard, I may yank it into a bunker or something like that. And yeah. again, just something with a little more loft might be easier to get yeah. out of the bunker. I mean, it's honestly kind of like a vague question because it would depend on what the hole looks like yeah. when you walk What does the hole look like? Yeah. Is, it da- is it downhill, whatever? Yeah. But I also just like, I loved my eight iron. So. There you go. Um, where are we? Okay. Number one New England course to play in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I said Shattuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I I mean, I thought about that, but it's actually Red Tail. Okay. The I, one at Fort Devens that yeah, like yeah. has all the sand and like the looks no, I really thought, cool. No, I thought you were going to throw it like Curveball. That's Cur- why I went Curveball, yeah, Shattuck? Like, like a lot less known course. That's what I thought you were going to But would that be a curveball? Because I say it all the fucking time. We got to go play this golf course. We got to go play this golf course. It'd be a curveball, I feel like, to any listeners. To any listeners. No one has heard of that. But course. it wouldn't be a curveball to you. No, no, no. no. I, I was, I was, yeah, I was talking about more to listeners. Yeah, yeah. Red Tail in 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 Fort Devens, Mass. That was that's my pick. 
Um, looks like a really cool golf course and, you know, have been re- just kind of similar to Crump and Fox over the past year have been recommended it like numerous times by numerous people. We've looked at it. looks absolutely gorgeous. Definitely a must play. Number six, best ball or scramble? Best ball. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a given if you're like a golfer. Um, I don't know. Not, I, if like, you're not. Like, I think a lot of people do like playing scrambles. I, here's the thing, though. Like, I like playing scrambles, but if you were to tell me, like, you can only. Because the way that I guess I took this question was, like, you, you can only do best ball or scrambles, like, as, like, a four-person format. Like, I'd just rather do best ball. Yeah. No, I always like if would. I had to I'm, pick I'm one, not. I don't think I would get bored of that. I, I think I would get bored of scrambles. Like yeah. scrambles are fun, but I don't want to do that all the time. I just hate how long scrambles. Scrambles take, take a while. Yeah, they're, it's it's it is fun when you are also getting together with like golfers of different skill levels, and like that does make it a lot more fun. But it's just like it's not something I want to do all the time. And there's always those groups that freaking cheat in scrambles, and I can't stand it. Yeah. Yeah, they're taking gimme putts and stuff like that, uh, or just or just straight up freaking uh, just writing down the doing wrong. whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's or dumb. or sandbagging their handicaps coming in, freaking saying they don't have one and all that. So yeah, that's, that's always a thing. Question number seven: Loggers or ales? You said loggers. I said ales. Whoa! I, I wasn't ales. expecting that. Well, here's why, right? Like a stout yeah. is technically an ale. Okay. So I like I had to do a little bit of research on this because if the question was if the question was like just like a just like not all ales and not all lagers like if it was just lagers and ales like yeah. I probably would have said lagers yeah because so, I just enjoy lagers better so you're you're back to kind of my answer where you get because a lot more it was styles all and diversity. Uh, yeah. yeah there's there's and and I could be wrong i'm sure that there is there are darker lagers i know that um and i know that like like a baltic porter i think is that technically a lager i'm just trying to think of like things that jack jack's abbey does because they're they're strictly lagers you know they do ales on their springdale thing that's like a different brewery so it's like i'm sure i didn't do enough research but when i thought about like some of my favorite beers they were they were ales, right? You're, you know, and even if a Baltic porter is a lager, you're still gonna prefer a stout over that. Like a bur- like like a bourbon barrel aged stout. That's yeah. one of my favorite kinds of beer, and yeah. like not being able to have that just sounds terrible. Yep. Like every day, yeah, an everyday drinker, lagers all day. But yeah, that was that was kind of my answer. Did you say you wanted to save something you said about that there, or was that for something? That else? was something else. That was something else. Yep. Um. Next question, number eight: brewery or craft beer bar? I said you said craft beer bar. I said brewery. Okay. Why? I said brewery because, um, and I know this this probably doesn't count, but like you know, sometimes you can go to an area and there's different breweries and you can bop around, bop, bop, bop. But another thing was I I something that I really love to do and I've loved this all the time and I've definitely been trying to do it more often this year is go to a brewery and get a flight try all their beers but most craft beer bars you can get a flight of everything on tap no I I, I get that but yeah. I feel like I feel like it's that's different right like yeah you can you can get a flight and you can get everything on tap and yeah. like but it's like it's from all these different breweries so it's right, like right. I don't know I just like I really enjoy that aspect of going to a brewery and trying all of their beers and like seeing 
really figuring out like what I think about the brewery because I think that is one of the best ways aside from like what Vinny said about trying their like their lager their yeah. pilsner their their you know lighter ale or something is that and it really that kind of helps me determine if if I will I'm not going to say like continue to support because I'm always down to like go somewhere go back to somewhere yeah, if try I didn't it again. like it and try it again but like that definitely helps me kind of gauge and judge like a brewery is going there feeling out the vibe feeling out how they treat their customers and then also yeah just sitting down and having a flight no yeah i i i can totally agree with that and i can appreciate that um because i i like doing the same thing as far as sitting down and having a flight at the brewery um you know as i would much as as much as uh jamie told us how much she hates that um (laughs) i i I I do think i do think she hates it she hates it for a different reason though she hates it because it's a pain in the ass Yeah. yeah um but also, like, I was also thinking about it from this aspect, too, is, like, getting a bunch of friends together. Yeah, more often do I go to, like, brew pubs. But if I was to, like, plan out, like, a dude's day, like I kind of am yep. in a couple weeks, it's, like, we're going to go play sim golf and then go to a brewery. Yep. You know, like, that, That like, sounds fun. Yeah. You know, not that going to a brew pub doesn't sound fun, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just think. That's cool. Um, all right, here we go. The big one, number nine, Treehouse or Trillium? I said you said Treehouse. Yeah, I said you Treehouse. grew up in Munson. You couldn't say Munson. anything else. No, I couldn't say anything else. Also, like I've had, I've definitely, obviously, I've had more, more Treehouse. So like, that's probably gonna sway the opinion. There is like I've had more of the one-offs. I've had just more from them. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love Trillium, and yeah. they've done. They're they're fucking awesome, and stuff like that. It's just that, yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to be on the the treehouse side. So this of the was, argument. This was one that I said I was gonna wait to hold on to, and I was agreeing, you know, for a lot of reasons you just said. But I also just like Treehouse as a company better as well too. I think they give a lot more back to their uh, customers. Interesting. I think they have set up a lot more. Um, things for their customers to do. You know, you got hiking trails in Charlton. You got the new place in Deerfield that's got... Yeah, I guess some of that stuff is venue new, and all right? of that stuff. Yeah. You got the place out in the Cape. You got their farm in Woodstock. You got all of that stuff. Like, there's a, there's a lot they more going on. They just built a monopoly. Is basically yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're, you know, they're building a, a brewery, a playground. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on Treehouse. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I already kind of said everything. Um, uh, where is it? Number 10, first or last tea time, peak season. I said you said last. I did say last. Yeah. Because I am a huge fan of Twilight Golf. And I love, like, the sun and the way that, like, the shadows come off the trees and stuff like that. I think it's a really relaxing time. I agree with everything that you said about the first tea time. Like, getting it, you know, getting get it going and... You can, you can set the pace for the course, and like you know, I think that we're typically quicker players than you know, maybe not most people, but a fair amount of people we play yeah. fairly quick. So like, yeah, I loved when we used to go out and play in the morning tea time, but I feel like you just get a different vibe at the last tea time. You can also, you know, 
to the opposite point of what I was just about to say, like, yeah, we can play, you can play quick and everything, but if you're with a group of buddies and you're just having a good time, you're having some drinks, like, you can, you can take your time a little bit more and just kind of, like, hang out. Like, there's no, who gives a fuck how long the round takes? Yeah. As long as, like, we finish, like, I don't care. Um, yeah. Yeah, last cool. tea time for me. Twilight Golf is fucking dope. Also, the sun, the sun, to the point of, like, the light and everything, I feel like the sun lasts longer. I did notice down in Florida, though, like, I played early morning, and, like, I felt like the sun rose for longer yeah. than it does up here. Yeah. Um, I just, I, like, I think, uh, I think the morning's peaceful. Yeah, I mean, they're both peaceful, yeah. you know? And then also something to kind of, to your point, is, like, I also feel like at the end of the day, I'm much more loose than in the morning. See, I'm loose in the morning. I'm usually coming straight from the gym. Um, yeah, but even then, still, like, you've had, like, that. I've done that before, and, like, I've played some really good rounds in the morning. I've also played some, you know, good rounds, really good rounds in the in the evening. So, like, you know, I guess that really all depends. But just generally speaking, I feel like most times at the end of the day, I'm more loose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because I've been awake for more time. Yeah. Back uh, to the twilight. One more thing. Yeah, yeah. The conditions are just pristine in the morning. Everything's fresh. That is true. You got fresh cups cut. Greens are freshly rolled. Tea boxes are nice. Sometimes, though, but sometimes that that isn't the case. Sometimes, depending on the course you're playing at, they haven't they haven't cut the cups yet. Um, if they're cutting them that morning, they haven't gotten to certain areas of the course maybe yet, depending on how early you're getting out. So to that point, like, yes and no. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've played I've played at some golf courses, like, stupid early, and, like, the, the greens weren't rolled because I was kind of getting out while the right. greens crews. And obviously that's probably not – that's not – that shouldn't be the case. No. That should not be the case. No. But has been the case. Uh, number 11, Pebble Beach or the old course, but you can never play the other. You said the old course. Yes, I said the old course. I mean, here's the thing. If you're – are we going the right way? Yep. Interesting. Um, if Here's my thought process. If you're anybody like us who loves golf, we love the history, we love – we just love golf as a whole, I feel like you have to say the old course. I agree with that. It's the birthplace of golf. I agree with that. Um, One of my factors also was the fact that neither one of them are even remotely local to me. I think if I lived in California, I would have said Pebble Beach because it would have been a much more uh, realistic thing to play multiple times. Interesting. Um, I still would say the old course. Yeah, I think I think if I left lived in California, I would have said Pebble Beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm I always through and through probably gonna say the old course. I just think that that's like an experience that you know, obviously, that's an opinion based thing, right? Oh, yeah, like hundred percent. People are gonna say the same thing that I'm gonna say about Pebble Beach, but for me, there's just so much history there about the game of golf, and like. It's just just golf. That yeah. is how golf started. I'm also very fascinated by Lynx golf. So. Yeah, yeah, and I, am Lynx golf's not my favorite style. I mean, we've re- neither of us have actually really played right true true Lynx golf. 
you know, there are some courses down in like on the shore in Massachusetts and maybe Connecticut and stuff like that, that we, we can probably get a, a very similar feel. Like yeah. probably the closest thing that we could get to like around here is that Highland links golf course. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that is legit links. Yeah. It's no. Just, yeah. yeah. Just aesthetically to me, even, I don't think personally, and let's go all back to opinion. I just don't think that it's the most aesthetically I mean, supposed to be pleasing. Brown, you know? golf. It's like, yeah. No, yeah, I just, I, 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 I know, I'm just talking I, I know about why like you're saying it. The out in the field almost type oh, of field. Yeah. Like, I just don't. Fair that's enough. not my thing. I love undulation. So, there's uh, a lot of crazy undulation sometimes on Lynx Golf. All right. Number 12, favorite IPA from New England. Um, I got to refer to my notes because I don't remember what I said. Fair enough. Oh, I said Julius. Yeah, or OG Julius yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, and I it's was like, I was like, I got to. Like, kind of to the point that Justin said earlier is like, I'm, I grew up in Munson and... Like it would, I feel like it would be wrong for me to not say anything else. Like the the reason I got into craft beer very early on, um, for a number of reasons, but a big reason being that like, it says act in that way. Interesting. Um, big reason is yeah. I mean like that's a brewery treehouse, and I I was trying not to say some stuff when we were talking about treehouses. Like, I got into craft beer. One of the main reasons was is because Treehouse was like so close to me, yeah. and you know I didn't go for actually quite a while. I just didn't I didn't go and wait in line, but I had it because right. it would just be friends would have it, and I would try it, and and I do remember having Julius for the first time and just being so wowed. I also feel like that beer, and there are definitely other beers in New England that that really made. I just heard a crackle. Maybe I didn't. Um, we hit a bump. Oh. No, I think it's these headphones. Oh. Um, I think that, you know, Julius really is a beer that kind of put the New England hazy IPAs on the map. It was it was number one beer on Beer Advocate for the longest time. I don't know if it still is. Yeah. But, yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah no, I think it definitely played a part. Uh, okay. We're almost done here, I think. Three more. It's good because we're right. uh, three minutes away. <laughs> Number fight. 13, pick a tour player from current top 10 to play with. I said you said DJ. I said Rory. Oh. I mean, I he is he's my favorite player. Like, okay. I was, I, I didn't want to say that earlier, but, like, like, he's, like, up there with, like, Tiger Woods. Like, I really, like, do look up to him. I think that his outlook on the game, and obviously, like, he's a – I think he's, like, a board member of, like – you know the whatever committee that he's a part of for the PGA Tour, like he just does a lot for the game. I mean, we say it all the time. He's Mr. Golf. Yeah. I feel like it'd be really cool to just play golf with him and have cool conversations about about that and about golf because not just like about the swing and like I'm sure a lot of questions that people would probably ask him, like you know blah blah, blah but like just talking more about like the ins and outs of of you know what yeah, makes the makes PGA sense. tour and all that stuff. Cause I was listening to an interview with him recently where he said like, you know, his opinions sometimes don't always align with what he does in his job. And that's because, or maybe that wasn't exactly the verbiage. I could be butchering this hard, but basically like his job is to look out for the golfers on the PGA tour. And I think that's really cool. Um, but other than that, yeah, DJ would be dope. I, for, when you first asked that question, I thought you said pick a foursome. And then I realized uh, you said pick one. And I was no. like, damn. No, no. 
Can I? Can we say our foursomes real quick, or do you not no. know? Okay. Move on. All right, move on. <laughs> You're like, we're good to go. All right, number fourteen. Drink with a meal or nightcap. I think you said nightcap. I did say nightcap. Yeah. Because to kind of play on what I was talking about with the bourbon barrel aged stouts, and also like I'm, I'm very green with the bourbons, but like I like the, like bourbon, and not that you can't pair that with meals, but just like sitting by a fire. Or like at after a twilight round and having like a like a you know a sipper just sounds super relaxing and like yeah that sounds dope yeah no I, li- I like to I like to pair my booze with food I I do as well I do as well but I think I would miss the relaxation part more because mm. I think about I also think about when I am eating when I'm actually eating I'm usually not drinking much while I'm eating. Like I don't, I don't usually go back and forth too too much unless it's like a really fancy meal and you got a really fancy steak or whatever. But yeah, that's kind of my my thoughts. And the last question is: play at ninety five degrees or play at thirty two? You said thirty two. I did say thirty two because, because you can you put like mar- frozen ground in <laughs> shitty conditions. <laughs> I don't like frozen ground in <laughs> shitty conditions. I just dead grass. Dead grass. <laughs> Fucking having to have a drill to put a tea in the ground. <laughs> Greens that are rock solid. Frozen cups. Yeah, that's what he likes. But here's the thing is, like, we've been in, like, the winter right now. And, like, 32 degrees isn't that cold. It's not that cold. But if it's 32 con- degrees, yeah, sure. that means your grass is dead. The conditions, I guess the conditions obviously aren't good. And 32 degrees. But 32 degrees. I'm gonna this enjoy year, 32 degrees. You got the wind whipping. It's not fun. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it depends. It could be a warm 32 day. It just, I feel like I can put on more layers, and I'm gonna be more comfortable in 32 degrees than I would in 95. 95 degrees is fucking hot. Being in the heat all day in the sun sometimes is miserable. I still do it all the time, but that's that's my thought on that. So. Cool. Well, we have arrived to our destination. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if we mentioned this, but we've recorded this podcast in the car. We did say that. We did. On the way to go record another podcast. So we we're literally just too. like, did we say that? Yeah, yeah. Or was that I, when I was filming? Nah, I don't know, actually. I think it was when I was making right. my vlog. Anyways, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want some merch, Pines and Putts merch, there's merch up in the shop, kingwolfcreative.com slash the shop. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Hit the shop quick. There's limited quantities. Yeah, there is actually limited quantities, and it's going fast. So get on that shit. Yeah.